welcome back to Brews and Booze. This is Savannah and uh, Scott right here. And and we have a special guest today. My buddy has been my friend for years, uh, Jim Willing. Hi guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it was great. And Jim had uh, he was a founder of a, a paranormal group called Lights Out, and we he lives in the Quaker Town area also. Um, but he was just telling me he worked with that group for ten years. And they did over 75 investigations around the area. So I'm anxious to hear about the most interesting things and all that cool stuff. So, All right. So we'll start before we get into any of the questions or stories or anything. We'll start with the beer we're drinking today. So we're going to be drinking Fractal Phantom. And it is by um, Strange Roots Experimental Ales. Uh, and it's in Gibsonia, PA, which I have no idea where that is. Yeah, I don't know. I never even heard of Gibsonia. What is it? Gibsonia? Gibsonia. Never heard um, of it. And so it's an India Pale Ale dry hopped with Citra, Mo Motuka, and Amarillo hops. Well, I don't know much about it, but the can has a spooky looking dude on there along with our uh, booze part of the podcast. With It's called Fractal Phantom and... Yeah, pretty scary stuff. So we're going to pop it open and try it. And Jim's going to indulge with us also. I'm indulging. <laughs> oh, oh, no. We Hold a, on. We have a little accident here. I don't know how that happened. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> there you go. Let me go get some. I was going to say, do you need napkins? I don't have any napkins. We should have had some napkins here. All right. Next uh, podcast, make sure we have now some napkins. Now we know. We're pouring it in. Jay, I'm really anxious to hear from Jim to find out all these places and the most interesting things because um, he knows I just went to Pennhurst Asylum not too long ago and some of the things he was telling me, they were telling me to do when we were investigating. So pretty exciting stuff. And Savannah's poured it out, so we're all here. So this is 5.4%. It is an India Pale Ale. And uh, let's do it. Ready? All right. Uh, you want that one, Jim? Sure. So, Cheers. Here's to pod number six. Cheers. Number five. five. It's a milestone. I'm getting all the foam. Mm. It's pretty good. It's got I like, like it. a, if you look at it, there's like a... Sediment? Yeah, in, in it. It's not hoppy. Um, it's got some hop taste, but it's not like a really strong hop, but yeah, no, I would definitely, I on on a scale from, I don't remember what we use as a scale, but I would give it like a four and a half out of five. What do you think? Yeah, it's pretty good so far. So what do, do you, you think, Jim? It's good. I'm, I'm a fan of, uh, citrusy. Oh, okay. IPA years. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, or yeah. That that's pretty good. But have you noticed that when you bring the glass up to your mouth, you almost you smell it before you actually taste it? I didn't notice that, but I'm glad you put it. Down. <laughs> yeah, I just get right to drinking. Yeah, <laughs> just I inhaled a little bit, and I'm like, wow, look at that smell right there. Hmm. Yeah, no, I like it. We have another one here. We're probably gonna pop that one open yeah. in the middle of it. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So. All right, so do we want to start with some basic questions, I guess? Because I've got a little bit of a list and then... Yeah, and, let... and just before we get started, uh, Jim did show us um, some pictures that he's taken over the years that were pretty impressive. So we might go into that. And he also brought up one of his best EVPs, which, of course, is electronic voice phenomena. Correct. And 
I thought I knew what it said, but now I forget what I thought it knew it said. But yes. you can definitely hear it. There is no doubt. I mean, there's something there. Yeah. So, yeah, Savannah, go for it. Let's ask some questions. Okay. So, what originally got you into ghost hunting? Uh, or, I don't know what you consider it. But Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's with what you just said, ghost hunting. So, I started watching Ghost Hunters on the Sci-Fi channel. Mm-hmm. And this is back in 2008, and I was watching it. Um, and it was really before all the other shows came out and just, like, went in a weird direction. Yeah, you know? like Zach Baggins with his craziness. Yeah, being a little... I like Zach, but it's a little crazy. Yeah, a little, little extreme, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I just said to a friend at work, I'm like, yeah, I said, you got to watch this show. He came in the next day. He goes, I hate you because now I'm going to be glued to the TV every Wednesday night. <laughs> so then he said, uh, or I said to him, why don't we start a group? And that was our, the way in. Hmm. And he's like, uh, yeah, okay. And I, so I called my wife at lunch. I said, honey, I'm putting $250 on our credit card to start buying equipment. <laughs> so what was the first thing you bought? We bought two flashlights. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> we, that wasn't two fifty though. And we bought uh, um, a couple of um, EMF detectors. Okay, and well, I don't even remember the other stuff we bought. Just a couple little things, just to get us up and running, pretty much. Very cool. And our our first investigation took place at a dilapidated farmhouse. Um, I don't even remember where it was up north somewhere outside of Whitehall, but, um, the guy that owned the property, he came back and he, first thing he said was, and we've been in the house for probably two hours at this point. And he came in and he goes, Oh, the floor dropped another four inches. And one of our investigators weighed about 375. And I'm like, wow, this is not going to be good. Cause they were, they were going to tear the house down. Oh, okay. But how did you get in contact with the guy? Uh, we knew him. I'm an electrician by trade. Okay. So we had three other electricians in our group, and they wired his houses. Okay. So that's how they knew the guy. So we figured it'd be a good good test run. Uh-huh. Go into this farmhouse. Let's figure stuff out right away. What other equipment we need to buy going forward? Right, right. Pretty much. So how did the ghost lower the floor four inches? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more weather and two hundred wow. year old farmhouse. I think it's it. more. Yeah. So did you have anything? Anything happen the first time you went on there? It didn't. No. But I mean, there could have. But we were so we were. You didn't know what you were doing. We had yet. no idea what we were doing. Okay. We learned so much from that. That's so cool. we were we were fortunate to do that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, what are the questions do you have? Well, I was going to ask, did you always believe in ghosts? Or was it like watching the TV show, you were like, oh, or was there a certain event that happened that you were like, oh, now I believe in ghosts? That's a great question. That is a really good question. Um, I had two experiences in the house that I grew up in, and this is after both of my parents have passed away. Um, one thing, I, I don't know, something as silly as, I would keep all of my video games in this little rack and I'm very like OCD. I like keeping everything straight and organized and everything. And um, I actually said out loud, you know, mom, if you're here in the house, I'd be afraid if you showed me yourself, but do something that I know that, you know, you were here. Right. 
and later on I went out to play a video game and some of the games were upside down, they were backwards, they were like laying on the floor, they were all over the place. So you know you wouldn't have done that because I you never, always kept everything in yes, order. Very, That's pretty cool. Very organized. And then what was the other one? Um, it was a light in the kitchen and after becoming an electrician, which was um, very useful doing ghost hunting okay, because we could really pick out where like EMFs were coming from. Yeah. Um, and that that can do a whole lot um that we had a light in the kitchen that i tested the light thoroughly and everything was fine the bulbs were fine but the way that this light would sometimes it would flicker sometimes it would go out yeah um and i i believe i even said you know hey can you make that do it again and then it came on again you know and that's really cool and stuff like that and that was kind of like when i was at the penthouse asylum they kept on doing it. that's I cool stuff and it was on demand like when they asked it, so. i know i listened to that so it's awesome and it's interesting it goes back to what i was saying like i think on the first episode where i say everybody's got a ghost story they don't always remember it but then they'll be like oh yeah this happened but you have two right off the bat so that's kind of so you were kind of a believer but you didn't know for sure is there? Do you have another question? No, God. Is there anything that happened in all of your investigations where you're like, "All right, that's it. Um, I'm a believer. There's no doubt. This is absolutely true." That's a really good question because I, even after the first year, mm -hmm. I'm still on the fence. Then we did um, an investigation in uh, Berlinsville, and that's. The one that um, the haunted the animal planets, the haunted covered, um, and that was the stuff we got out of that. And it's we could tie history right to the spiritual activity. Okay, which was really cool. All right, so don't just slow down because I want to ask you about the animal planet because I'm not sure I understand. You mentioned this before. You were Animal Planet's a TV channel. And they called you and asked you if you wanted to be on the show. Yeah, they had. Um, they asked if we had any investigate. They were trying to take, have like a like a spin on these ghost shows. Mm -hmm. And they thought, all right, if we could get uh, stories that are related to having animals with it, okay. we can relate it to Animal Planet, and then we can get we could take part in all this. Um, so what we did was they they contacted us and said do you have any investigations that may involve animals and the one that we did um in berlinsville they had a dog and the dog would react to things around the house ah, okay. so that's we explained that we also caught a cat meowing on one of our uh video recorders and they don't have a cat <laughs> and it's on the second right. floor of their house. I was going to say it's really not a big deal that they found they had a cat right. meowing, but it was enough. Yeah. yeah, it was enough for Animal Planet to go, "Hey, you know what? Yeah, let's check it out." And then, just all kinds of evidence came out of that, which was amazing. Was that the now they had the cameras and everybody there when you were doing? Oh, this, they right? took a week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we did reenactments, and is that the the most? Uh, shocking or the one with the most activity that you've ever done in one place that was probably the most we ever caught okay yeah. all right before you go any further i have other questions that <laughs> don't have to do that did you get paid no no no, no. and you know what um they wanted to make our show since there was so much they wanted to make our show an hour uh-huh 
but they crammed it so they could fit this other group in. Mm-hmm. So our show is a half hour. The other show, the other group was a half hour. You could have been in the next Grand or the next Zach Baggins. Yeah. <laughs> you just missed it. Could have. <laughs> with, with my reenactment acting styles. <laughs> yeah. It took some of the magic of television away from me, though. Can you, oh, I bet that would make sense. Can you find it on the internet? Oh, yeah. Okay. How yes. would you do that? Um, it would be Animal Planets The Haunted. Okay. And it's under, they changed the name on us a couple of times of the episode, but I believe it's, um, it's either Closet of Horror or Horror in the Closet. I think it's Closet of Horror. Okay. All right. So, and then there's, there's, the closet is where all this activity was kind of happening. And I say closet, but it's a 200 year old farmhouse. And a lot of the times one bedroom would have a huge closet that uh-huh. they would use as a nursery. Okay. So that's that's this closet. It's a huge closet, almost the size of a small bedroom. All right. Do you guys mind if I open up the other fractal fan? No, you downed your drink in the know. first like two minutes. I hope this one doesn't explode. Let's see. I don't know why it exploded oh, in the first place. A little bit. Nope, it'll be good. Okay. You just gotta know how to open them up. I guess so. So if you guys want more, let me know, but I'm definitely going for more. Right. So go ahead. You have any other questions here, Savannah? Um, I, mean, I know you do. So, yeah, I have a whole list. You got to be ready. Um, what was I going to say? So I know there's a bunch of different kinds of equipment you can use. Is there one that you usually get more results from versus others? Or, uh, like, what's your favorite piece of equipment to use, I guess? Another good another good question. The, the ultimate tool, which we never owned, is a thermal imaging camera. Uh, okay. that, that's your ultimate ghost hunting tool. Um, but you know, you're starting at like three grand. This, mm-hmm. this is, this is, you know, 10, 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Nowadays you can even get, um, thermal imaging cameras that hook to your smartphone oh, okay. and they're like 250 bucks. Wow. Uh, I don't know if they work as well as, you know, the other ones, but anyway, so it turns out that our best tool that we had really good evidence throughout our the course of our 10 years was um, the first EMF detector we ever bought. Hmm. And it was inexpensive. It was 30 bucks, And it's used to detect EMF from cell phones. So we always had to make sure we didn't have our cell phones on us, you know. Um, and it had a cord with a lead on it with a little sensor on the end. And it had a red light on it. So you can see when something was getting picked up. And I went for seven minutes with that Closet of Horror episode asking questions to turn the light on and off. Uh And it went for seven minutes, which is an incredibly long time to have this thing answer questions directly, which was amazing. So, yes, that's that was that was our favorite tool. Now, do you think that some of it is maybe your like some people just seem to be more open or more in tune. Yeah. Sensitive. Do you think that you're sensitive to that kind of stuff? No, no. It's just, you just happen to be the right place at the right time and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Just asking, you know, asking questions and can you make this flash? Can you stop that Mm -hmm. and shut it off? And it, it, it was amazing. And they have some of that in that episode. Yeah. It's only like a minute or whatever that they. Well, yeah, they're not going to show the whole set. Right. Yeah. That's very cool. That's cool. So, um, 
I'm gonna have to open my phone back up. Okay. Um, then I guess kind of going, we'll just start into getting into more stories. What was your favorite ghost hunt? Wow. Um, boy, there, there's a couple. I, I enjoyed doing like the big venues. So like, uh, the grand movie theater in East Greenville. Mm-hmm. I love doing that one just cause it, uh, it's close to home. And I, I think the first movie I ever saw was E.T., and it was at that movie theater. When you were like a kid? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. And um, so the Grand Movie Theater was really, really good. Also, uh, Sunnybrook Ballroom in Pottstown. That one's real good. And the history of that place is incredible. I mean, you're talking before TV was really up and running. Yeah. You had like all the big bands and you had like Frank Sinatra singing there on NBC Radio. In Pottstown? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who knew? As a matter of fact, if you go behind the stage, they have everybody that ever played there, they have their signature on the wall. Uh-huh. And somebody actually cut the drywall out and stole some of the signatures. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but they allowed us to sign the wall too. Oh, which cool. is really cool. Nice. But, so did yeah. you sign yourself or did you sign Frank sign Frank Sinatra? Oh, I should have signed Frank Sinatra. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, but I, probably those two places were were my personal favorites. Okay. I, I have one that was not my favorite. Okay. That's probably the one we want to hear about. That was my least favorite. So what, um, going into an investigation, it was always my job to gather the group and do a prayer of protection. And I can try and recite it. You want me to try and sure. recite yeah, it? Okay. As we enter this place, we're impressions of the past. Uh, now I can't remember. <laughs> well, you did drink some beer, so maybe I did. I did. <laughs> this place, presence of the past, and associations linger. We do so with the power of forthright and peaceful intent. We envision a white radiance encircling us, fortifying us, and protecting us from any harm or distraction in our purpose this day. Huh. Amen. So, the one investigation we did in Easton, I forgot to say the prayer, and we're setting equipment up. And it was hot out. I had shorts on. And my legs started burning really bad. And and I just kind of ignored it. We're running cables. And I'm with my video tech. And I said to him, I said, you look at my leg. I said, is there something wrong? And there were three scratches going down my calf. Huh. That seems and like a normal thing. That they, they say three, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like Zach, Zach Baggins. You yeah. know, he's the three scratches down his back, you know. Um that was my least favorite, and I was sick the whole rest of the night. No way. Yeah. So it's almost like somebody latched onto you and was just following you around and messing up your mojo. And it, and it was scary. Mm. Yeah. Did anything else happen during that night that was like uh, activity that popped up or anything like that? Um, no, not that we caught. Our uh, One of our sensitives came up with a, a couple of things that were following um the one guest of the house there were, there were like three or four buddies that lived here yeah. that lived in that house and it was around the one the one kid i forget what it was but, yeah but i i after that happened to me i was kind of like checked out for the night so is that prayer thing something that that everybody like all ghost hunters do because i never heard of that uh i don't know I, I think it's a, a good idea. Yeah, yeah, we can't hurt, right? Yeah, and plus, um, 
we we implored employed two sensitives and a psychic medium and this psychic medium when she would come out on investigations um she she had holy water she had a cross i mean she was like wow. she was covered that's yeah. cool all right well good yeah how many people were on the team total like would it rotate or was it it would rotate uh depending on schedule so okay. sometimes people would say i can't make it so we would dig into the to the bullpen and see who was available you know but we had at one point we had like 13 investigators um seven solid okay so it's like it's a pretty big group and I is wasn't it expecting that. is it like oh is it just oh can i want to join i join or is it do you have to go through a process to be part of the group yeah, is there initiation yeah. or like <laughs> hazing did you haze your new we, members we're, no there's no hazing no we're we're a peaceful bunch <laughs> um no, I mean, it, it, we knew the people mm -hmm. that we were bringing on. Okay. So you already had an idea of, like, their personality and all that. They were compatible. Correct. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, you know, we met some good people that, that did some good things for us, too. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure you were probably going to ask this, but what's the craziest thing that you ever saw or heard or what was, what's, like, the one that stands out? Um. Well, the... The scratch in the leg really sucked. Right. Uh, but we had we had a few investigations where whenever you had direct answers to your questions, mm -hmm. um, and let me kind of backtrack a little bit. When, when our group was six months old, we went to um, Colombia. And I didn't even know there was a Colombia besides South America. <laughs> There's a Colombia near Lancaster. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so it's about two hours from here. So we got invited from a group to come and help them. And we're like, all right, let's go. And it was a Keystone Firehouse. Uh, place was amazing. A couple really good EVPs from there. I wish I had them for you guys to listen to, but I don't. Um, I might be able to scrounge them up sometime. Okay. <laughs> um, but we went, and the guy that we met, from um i can't remember the name of the group now brett was his name so brett was doing it for about 20 years when we met him and he taught us even if you ask a question and you catch an evp it might have your aunt the answer might happen five minutes later hmm. okay it might not be immediate interesting yeah hmm. so which is like that evp that you guys have now well let's talk about that yeah if you have other questions or you want to go no on? you're we can go on so the evp that you sh you had it we actually got it up on savannah's computer and um can you tell us the story about that one and is that the one where you said it makes sense when you know yes this background story yes okay, so tell us a little so bit about that this was a this was a large house in uh south bethlehem and they used the basement as a dojo, martial arts dojo. Um, and they, I mean, they were serious. There was like big cabinets that were locked that had like katanas and all kinds of swords and, and size and everything in there. Um, and supposedly they have people from all over come to this house that are in the martial arts world and they, they bring spiritual, um, energy with them like the 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 
guy that lived at this place said a week before everybody shows up, you can feel it. Hmm. You just feel the energy in this place. And there were like secret passageways in this house. There was a bookshelf that you opened up and you went down under the basement where they dug out the floor and they made it a bar. So is that the picture you were showing us of that place or is that a different place? The picture that you, that picture that you saw. Yeah, when that's you said you house. opened it up and there were stores that's the and all same that house. stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't look like a Right? No, it's just like a regular house in Bethlehem. If you would have broken into that, you'd have been in trouble okay yeah because there's just lots of guys coming at you with swords and knives and all kinds of stuff well, i'm glad i didn't break into that yeah <laughs> yeah so um so the evp that you guys have and i'm sure you'll be playing um it came from a stationary recorder why i say stationary recorder it's just a recorder that we just leave run all the time okay um even after our evp sessions are done we leave the thing is still down there running this came from a recorder that's, it was probably 30 feet down the hall and around the corner stationary. And we were 30 feet away from it taking pictures. So after we took a picture, I was showing my other two investigators, oh, here, check this out. Because that was that little flashy orb that was kind of. Yeah, around. you saw the thing. Yep. And. Which is one of the pictures that he showed us. So it's very cool. So showing hey look at this hey look at this then that evp came in hmm. which okay well let's play that evp now for everybody okay. else to hear All right. all right so hopefully you guys could hear what was being said there um I have an idea what I think it was, but I'm curious because Jim has not told us what they were actually saying yet. But he's, you can hear there's definitely something there. Uh, what do you mind telling us? Tell us what they said. So what our group believes, and this is after listening real close with headphones and trying to clean up the noise behind it. Um, either come here let me see that or let me see that yes that's kind of like what i got out yeah but it's there's a space between the first words like, yes and then there's and then they say it. yes so i'm showing them the camera oh i get and it and then you hear let me see that oh that's pretty cool huh yeah so that's what that's what we heard that's fascinating. Should we play it again for everybody else? See if that's what they hear. Yeah. Well, the one thing you did say is when once you get it in your mind, then you your mind takes over Correct. and does that, which I do believe that that is the case. Yes. But even sometimes when I'm watching the shows, they'll say something, and I'm like, that's not what they say. Yeah, no yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's all play it one more time here. Okay. So. I mean, I, it does. It does sound like that. I can hear that, definitely. So yeah. cool. that's interesting. Very cool. Now, in that, was there other stuff that happened? There had to be other stuff that happened on that on that uh, investigation. In that investigation, um, well, we had the pictures mm -hmm. that. Um, that was the one with the the orb up in the window. The, at the orb top in the window there. and the streak in the yeah, closet. The streak in the closet. You know. Um, no, that that was pretty much it for that place. That EVP, there were there were some knocks and bangs, but we try to be more scientific about it, and yeah. we don't put too much belief into knocks or bangs. 
unless it's specifically answering questions because sometimes we'll say you know if if you're here can you make a noise and we hear a noise okay can you do it again okay one more time you know um because so much is like ductwork cooling down sure will cause all that right you know um houses settling things like that so i guess the big question i have about that one is did anybody get stabbed by a sword <laughs> nobody got stabbed by a sword no right, luckily okay. yeah <laughs> i'll tell you we went back for a second investigation there and here it turned out they had uh new renters on the third floor and they came home from wherever they were and they saw cameras and stuff set up and they were not happy the renters weren't yes. happy no. Yeah, but they were living renters. They weren't ghost renters. They were living renters. <laughs> and then when we said what we were doing there, then they were freaked out. Yeah, well, I can understand that. Sure. Yeah. So... And we did have one where police were called, but it was a renter again. It was Jessica's tea room. It's it's a place in uh, Northampton. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were there doing an investigation, and the one old guy upstairs that was renting it out he called the police he said they have a camera in my bathroom and everything we didn't have a camera in his bathroom but so then we saw we saw police walking by the window we're like oh crap oh yeah oh, that's funny i never think about that stuff, yeah so that's gonna happen we would think somebody would tell the runners that like this is gonna be happening at some point yeah yeah so so is there anything else, like, are there any other events that you're like, Scott, you guys got to hear this, or this is what I think, or this happened, is there any other big things that you're like, that's just a story I tell all the time or anything like that? Well, um, <clears throat> if I can wrangle up some more uh, EVPs, mm-hmm. then, like, there's a lot more stories that, that follow. I mean, I could sit and just go on and on with each investigation right um the one thing and i, I probably shouldn't even get into this because this is a whole other you, you, another you, episode yeah <laughs> okay i'm good for that yeah but uh living spirits living spirits yeah these are people that are still alive but they're in either a comatose state or they have dementia and we actually call it evps of uh, people that are alive Huh. Uh, yeah, let that blow your mind. I never I've, heard of that. Neither before. have I. I was just gonna say. <laughs> yeah, so, we we had three investigations wow. that that happened to us. This right, well, is gonna have to be another yeah, episode. Yeah, <laughs> So many things are running through my head now, like coma or dementia. They don't know what's going on. All right, well that's yeah. Listen, that was a great. I love that. Why did you put a start with that? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> cool. That's cool. Um, so listen, we appreciate Jim being here. I will tell you this: this beer, the Fractal Phantom. What's it from again, Samantha? What's the brewery? Um, yeah. Strange Roots Experimental Ales. So I've had probably two of these at this point, and it's getting better as I go. So I would, if you see this at your beer distributor, I would definitely advise picking it up. If you like, it's not super strong IPA. Like I said, it's not hoppy. It's not piney at all. There's no pineness yeah. to it. But easy to drink, and I could definitely do a six-pack of this. this yeah, I would agree. Four... Four out of five, four and a half out of five. Yeah. It's pretty good. So, all right. Well, I hope uh, you guys got something out of that and it was entertaining. And we will be um, getting back on here more often. But I want to thank Jim again. We will definitely have him back. 
Yep. And you got anything you say before we're done? Oh, I thank you guys. I enjoyed doing this. Fun stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. So how about you, Sven? You got anything to say before we go? No, just kind of wrap up. If you ever want to contact us, recommend a beer, have a ghost story, you can contact us at brewsandbooze11 at gmail.com. Um, you can also follow us on Untapped at brewsandbooze, and we'll uh, share a picture of the fractal phantom and kind of give a, our rating on that. Um, and we did get some messages, but we weren't good at checking them, so you guys will be hearing from us. Uh, <laughs> just a little slacking on our end. Yeah. Great stuff. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope to meet you all soon. Bye.